0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you'd like to help support our podcast, you can do so easily by simply leaving us a positive review at the iTunes store. Or if you would like to make a one-time financial donation, go to livinghour.org donate. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from How to Develop Your Personality by Claire Tree Major, published in 1916. What is personality? Webster interprets the meaning of the words as individuality. Like many words that assume added meanings through common usage, personality also has acquired the suggestion of a quality not covered by the word individuality you may be discussing a person you dislike very much, one who holds ideas that are rather loathsome. And While you might readily admit that such a person might be individual, you would never for a moment say so-and-so has personality. Why? Because the word personality has grown to mean magnetic power, the sort of power that consciously or unconsciously dominates and controls the individuals with whom it comes in contact. It is this magnetic power that is at the root of every successful career. Review the life of any great individual. You will find that their success was the result, not only of careful study and of perseverance, but more than all, of the subtle influence of personal magnetism. They succeeded because their personality convinced people that they were sincere, that they were strong, someone who could be relied upon. Without a well-developed personality, their good qualities would have lain unnoticed, and they would have been only another in the struggling discouraged thousands. Think of the people of your own acquaintance whom you consider successful. When you analyze their characters, you find in each a certain elusive quality that you can't put your finger on and define. That elusive quality is personality, or rather, it is personality developed. If you should ask the director of any school of dramatic arts, what does the instruction given by your institution do for your students? They would tell you, not that it teaches them to act or to dance, but that it develops personality. At the theater, you sense a wave of response that sweeps through the audience when a star comes on the stage, and you say, what a magnetic personality. It is not the person's beauty, their technique, their knowledge of stage tricks that move you, but their personality. You hear a sermon, a lecture, or a speech. You may not agree with the point of views expressed, but you are influenced against your will, by the magnetism of the speaker. What is this subtle, elusive force, this radiant, vital energy? which gives to its fortunate possessor such unlimited possibilities of success in every department of life. Bliss Carmen has said that it is, quote, the balanced perfection of a healthy and beautiful mind, soul, and body. In other words, perfect physical, mental, and emotional poise. And it is on this poise that all learning systems of personal development are based. As intelligent human beings, we demonstrate life in three ways, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Our real task in life is to so perfect these three channels that they will become free, responsive, eager mediums through which the inexhaustible forces of the primal self May flow in full, spontaneous abundance and power. The natural point of departure is the physical. You may have wonderful powers of mind and imagination, but if you are physically undeveloped, awkward, out of poise, these powers cannot be expressed with their greatest possibility of strength and beauty. The vitality, the poise, The perfect grace and freedom of every part of the body develop through correct exercise and an intelligent system of life, provide for the inner forces a sympathetic and responsive channel of expression. Nothing is as destructive and cramping to the personality as self-consciousness, and the root of all self-consciousness lies in an incapability of expression. If you would like to be magnetic, be sincere. Incomparable Thomas Carlyle says, Sincerity, a deep, great, genuine sincerity, is the first characteristic of all people who are in any way heroic. Cultivate enthusiastic optimism. Smile. What single attribute wins friends more readily than the sympathetic? Responsive, understanding smile. Don't be afraid to laugh. There is a very real physiological necessity for laughter. The deep, forcible chest movements increase the rapidity of the circulation, securing a more complete oxygenation of the blood and relieving the brain and nervous system from the strain and tension of the day. The consideration of the physical development of personality embraces two divisions, the body and the vocal organs. But before any effective building up work can be done, the whole body must be brought into correct poise. If the body is properly poised, the weight is carried entirely on the balls of the feet. The heels should not touch the ground except to balance never to carry the weight. The commonest fault with which the instructor in gymnastic has to deal is the almost universal failing of placing the weight entirely on the heels. The placing of the weight on the balls of the feet has several distinct effects on the shape and carriage of the body, as well as on the condition of the nervous system. With the weight properly placed, the chest is higher the head erect, the abdomen drawn back, and the spine, with its delicate and sensitive nervous system, drawn into a natural and healthy curve. Many cases of nervous disorders are directly due to the irritation and abuse of the nervous organism, through constant standing and walking with the weight on the heels, and the consequent incorrect and injurious curvature of the spine. As an excellent test for faults of poise, stand with heels almost together, and the hands on the hips. Now slowly rise on the toes, carefully noticing just how far you have to sway the body forward before you begin to rise. By just that much, you are out of poise. When you are properly poised, you will rise directly to the toes without needing to sway forward. If you find, as you probably will, that your poise is not good, you will gain much benefit from walking about your room, for say 3 minutes at a time, entirely on the toes, keeping the heels quite free from the floor. Knees should not be stiff and the walk should be easy and natural. Then try to remember not to let the weight rest on the heels in your ordinary walks and occupations. It is quite difficult at first to correct this injurious habit. It requires persistent watching, but once you've established the correction, you have laid a sure and certain foundation for grace and beauty of carriage. When taking any form of exercise, take stock of yourself. Pay close attention to the chest. Round shoulders, sagging chests, hollow necks, and shoulder blades protruding like embryonic wings can all be cured by judicious exercise. The first thing to establish is an understanding of your own needs. Don't be afraid to face the worst in yourself. Stand before that good friend that never flatters, your faithful mirror, and try to see yourself as others see you. Walk, sit, move your hands, your arms, your head, in your habitual way, and judge for yourself as to what needs improvement. Then work to that end. If you are overweight, exercise will reduce you and give you buoyancy and vigor. If you are thin and scrawny, your movements stiff and angular, exercise will fill out the scraggy places and give you grace and freedom of motion. If you are dull, listless, nervous, suffering from headaches and backaches, exercise Plenty of fresh air and abundance of pure water will restore your health, give you new life, and fill you with vital energy. Keep firmly in your mind the end you wish to attain. Picture to yourself the glowing complexion, the erect, free, graceful carriage, the symmetry of form, the alert expression, the magnetic vitality of this powerful person you wish to become. Know that they can all be yours, at the expenditure of a little daily, persistent effort, and then work for the fulfillment of your vision. At first the improvement may seem slow. Habits of years are not to be broken in a moment but soon you will begin to feel a new interest in life, a blessed strength and calmness under the old nervous strain, and an abounding vigor and energy that will convince you of the value of the discipline you have given yourself. Hope will begin to change to realization, and you will know that you are traveling the sure and certain road to the development of a glorious vital, perfect body and mind. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts, delivered right to your smartphone, by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and we'll ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.